It seems everyone in Israel knows someone, if not themselves, who held a funeral last week. Innocent people whose lives were taken with the Hamas invasion of southern Israel pray for peace, a Holy Land war not anywhere near over. Christians are called to live by prayer, by faith and not by sight. As Israel has gathered its own invasion force along the Gaza border, the death toll continues to climb in Gaza. Hamas hunkered down in its warren of tunnels while still firing missiles. Above ground, Gaza citizens dying and injured while trying to get out of the way of war without food, clean water hard to come by, no power. Lone wolf attacks in North America. A landlord arrested in Chicago following the sickening attack on a Palestinian mom and deadly stabbing of her six-year-old son. Jesus knew and prayed the Psalms. So should we. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I fear? This is Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus as we continue in a series on this Tuesday called Israel, Help and Hope. Another week has gone by and the war still underway. Suffering and heartache, still the overwhelming emotions we hear coming out of Israel right now. It can be so hard on us as believers here in the West because we just don't know what to do. I don't know if you've felt that way, but I certainly have. What are we supposed to do? The reality is that you and I can't do a lot physically. Sure, we can send money to help get supplies and Bibles in the hands of those who are displaced in the Middle East. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. But we can do something that is even more powerful. We can pray. And when we pray, we're turning to the one who can do far more than we could ever ask or think. In the Lord, in Jesus Christ, we can have confidence that he hears us and is actively working in the midst of the war to bring people to himself and to bring comfort to the brokenhearted. Today, I want to turn to a psalm of comfort and hope, Psalm 84. But before that, I want us to meet up with the mother of two young sons who lives in Tel Aviv and hear firsthand what it's been like for her family. In our neighborhood, one of those missiles uh, hit uh, maybe two blocks away and a whole house fell apart. We had the opportunity to reach out to the people there. Also, we we brought them some clothes and um, groceries. That's Shoshana Birnbaum in Tel Aviv. She is a follower of Yeshua. And she'll be with us to share about her fears about the war and her only hope found in Jesus. After the program, I want to give you the opportunity to help people right now in Israel with your generosity. We've heard from so many people who already want to help, but there's more that you can do. When you partner with us and Jews for Jesus, you'll be helping to pass out blankets, clothes, personal items, even food to the displaced in the south of Israel along the Gaza border. But here's where it's significant. They're handing out free New Testaments with the Psalms. And as you may have already heard, people actually do want them right now. This campaign is called Hope and Help for Israel. Every dollar you send to Israel goes to Israel. We don't take a handling fee. Call us after the program or give on our website. Tell us how much for Israel, how much for Haven. We could really use your help right now as well. And we'll keep the funds totally separate and wire your gift to Israel directly to Jews for Jesus. Our number to call after the program is 
65 Haven, 865 Haven. Or go to haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And just before we open with our first song, let me remind you about the Zoom event we're holding tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern, with Jews for Jesus in Israel. Hear firsthand about what's happening there and how they're helping. I'll tell you more about it at the end of our time together, or you can sign up at haventoday.org. Now let's open with a song I think you'll recognize, a song taken from God's holy word, Matt Redmond. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty, my soul longs and even faints for you. For here my heart is satisfied Within your presence I sing beneath the shadow of your wings Better is one day Yeah. 
That's Matt Redman, who's been on this program before. Better is one day. Opening this haven today, Israel, help and hope. I'm Charles Morris. Now let's go to Israel again. I want us to meet up with Shoshana Birnbaum. She lives in Tel Aviv. She's with Jews for Jesus. Shoshana, welcome to the program for the first time. Are you still seeing missile attacks in your city? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, At least uh, three to four times a day, uh, we've had to run to the bomb shelter, yeah, every day. Mm -hmm. And what is that like, having two young boys, four and eight years old? What's it like for them? Mm. Well, it's a very scary situation for the whole family. Um, there's so much to calculate, you know, all your life just turns around that, um, how to keep them safe, how to, uh, you know, just staying home. Do, do you uh, give in and take them to the park? You know, they've been stuck at home um, since uh, since the war started, since we started um, to get reports of the attacks last uh, last Saturday. And um, yeah, it's very hard to navigate. We have to run to the bomb shelter, stay there for at least 10 minutes. It's very scary uh, experience because you hear the, the loud boom as the, as the um, Iron Dome um, atta- fires a missile back and explodes that missile before it, it lands here. In our neighborhood, one of those missiles uh, hit uh, maybe two blocks away and a whole house fell apart. We had the opportunity to reach out to the people there. Also, we we brought them some clothes and um, groceries. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a real situation. It's a real life situation. Uh, uh, millions of kids right now are not in school or with their parents. They're scared. Or all their life is around this uh, missile attack situation. Uh, Shoshana. I- I think of Tel Aviv, in fact, it's even called Little New York City, because it's it's very secular. There's a nightlife, as opposed to Jerusalem, uh, which is much more the religious side of Judaism in Israel. Um, is it quiet there? It's a ghost town. It's really a ghost town. Nobody wants to go out. People are scared to uh, to leave their home. It's also a problem because most people don't have a bomb shelter. So if there is a siren, they have to run to the nearer uh, public shelter. So, um, it, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, there's it's empty. The the streets are empty. Mm. Mm. Shoshana, you're a member of a church there in Tel Aviv. Tell me how your congregation that's predominantly made up of Jewish believers of Jesus. What are they thinking? How are they praying for both Israel and also for Gaza? Yes, so we're all praying, praying, praying our hearts out. We're very scared um, for the hostages that were taken. Many of us know people that were murdered. Um, Many of us know people that survived the music festival by hiding and pretending to be dead. Um, many of us have people affected by it and we're, yeah, we, we, we see those little kids that were taken and they're hostages. Um, they, they, we see them as our own. So we're just praying our heart out. I'm just begging Jesus to be with them during the day. I cry for my kids during the night. I cry for their kids. There's no win in any of this. There's, you know, nobody's happy. 
um, that uh, we're put in this situation and I wish it wasn't so. I, I pray God to be with, with them and to protect them and to, I, I would say for people um, to, to care. Yes, to care, to, to, to pray for the people in Gaza, to pray for the Palestinians there, but to actually care is to really free them from this terrorist government. Like what we saw in Israel is just but a, a little bit of what those people endure every single day. It's not like a one-time offer. They they just behave like this um, in Israel. I think this is how they behave to their own people. And it's well, very well documented. So I just don't understand how anybody, you know, would would only care during this situation, I think we, we should care more. And I think in a way, Israel was so worried to, to appear, um, you know, we, when we are accused of genocide, it hits really close to home because we are a people that suffered genocide. So we're yes. very careful and very uh, thoughtful about how we treat our enemy because we've been the world's enemy for so long or treated or targeted as the world enemy. So um, I, I think that um, the government was shying away from taking this really hard situations and decisions, but we've let it happen in our backyard. We've let this horrible evil happen. And as long as it didn't bother us, we were okay with that. And that, that you know, that's just exploded in our face. Uh, 10 years later, but the world is complicit in it because they, um, for years, kept shouting, don't defend yourself. And now it's too late. Now we really couldn't mm. defend ourselves. So all of us are praying. Mm. Mm. Uh, Shoshana, I think it would be good if you lead us in prayer. Would Would you just lead all of our listeners to pray right now for mm-hmm. peace in the Holy Land? And, and obviously for the peace of of, of Christ Jesus to be made known. Yes, amen. Okay. Lord Jesus, we love you. We worship you. We thank you that you never leave us. You never forsake us. And Lord, now more than ever, we believe that you're with us. No matter if we're um, walking through the valley of death, of shadow of evil, Lord, we believe that you're with us. And I just pray we cannot do anything. We we cannot trust our 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 government, our army, um, our our weapons, our wealth. Uh, we can just trust you to save us. Lord, we need a miracle. We need you um, to, yes, keep us safe, but also just we need you. We need your gospel. We need Jesus to be in our lives, in our hearts. Only you can heal this, Lord. We, we look forward to that. And until you come, we will do anything we can to show you and share of you to others. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Shoshana Birnbaum in Tel Aviv with Jews for Jesus. Thank you for taking time uh, to be with us and I'll let you put your boys to bed now. Thank you, Charles. This is Haven Today in a program called Israel Help and Hope. And now let's turn to the psalm of comfort and hope that I mentioned earlier, Psalm 84. It was written by the sons of Korah. They knew a thing or two about turmoil and being out of control of their lives. Their ancestor had led a rebellion against Moses and the Lord. Korah was cut down by the Lord, swallowed up by the earth. 
Yet his descendants didn't let that turn them away. They didn't follow after Korah. Instead, they turned to the Lord, and they trusted in him. Psalm 84 is one of their legacies. In conflict, in war, in trials, it tells us of our God, the only place where we can find lasting security. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young, a place near your altar. Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set out on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. Psalm 84 has one of the most well-known verses in all of the Psalter. Verse 10, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. It speaks to the incomparable greatness it is to know the Lord. How much better it is to be in his presence and to have his divine approval than to live out our lives outside of his kingdom. But verse 11 tells us that this psalm is about much more than comparing the Lord to other ways of life. It says the Lord God is our shield, our sun. A sun, think of that, the sun that gives warmth and gives light. Without the sun, we can't see anything. Without the sun, we cannot live. Plants would not grow. The Lord is like the sun. Without him, nothing would exist. Without him, we wouldn't be able to see anything correctly. The Lord is our sun, and he is our shield. He protects us. We can hide in him and know we are safe. And more than anything, this is what so many in Israel and Gaza need right now. To know that the Lord hears them, that they can find hope in his name, that he is a sun and shield for them as well. In Christ, they can find rest. Augustine, the great early theologian, once said, Our hearts are restless until they find rest in the Lord. And this psalm tells us how true that is. Our heart yearns for the Lord. We cry out for the Lord. How many in Israel are crying out to the Lord for comfort right now? How many Christians in Gaza, the minority group, are crying out for comfort right now? Psalm 84 is a word of hope for them. Even the sparrow can find comfort in him, verse 3 tells us. How much more true is this now? that we know Jesus Christ. He has secured our eternal hope and comfort. He stood in the midst of circumstances that seemed so far out of his control, and yet he was letting it happen to him. 
The pain of death and betrayal pierced his hands, his feet. He took all this upon himself in order to save us from the misery of sin and death. In him alone we can confidently cry out, Lord, you are my son and my shield. In Christ we find hope and healing in our trials. And as we continue to watch this war unfold and all the suffering that has already occurred, we pray that the Lord would make himself known and draw many more to himself. We pray that he will bring peace in this conflict and comfort to those in need right now. Better is one day in his courts than a thousand elsewhere. God, our protector, keep us in mind and always give strength to your people. For if we could be with you one day in time, it is better than a thousand Musician Steve Bell singing out of Psalm 84, God our protector. You're on a haven today called Israel, help and hope. I'm going to give you an opportunity to send help and hope to Israel right now. We know in the final days there will be war and rumors of war. I'm praying, please join me, that more Jews and Muslims will come to faith before Christ's return. I'm not forecasting the day or the hour. But I am asking you to partner with us, along with Jews for Jesus, to give hope and help to Israel. Food, blankets, other needed items, along with New Testaments and Psalms to those displaced by the Hamas attack in the south of Israel. What you give will be given in the name of Yeshua, Jesus. Not a dime for haven. Every dollar you send for Israel goes to Israel. No handling fees. Tell us when you call how much you want to send to Israel and how much to Haven. We'll keep it separate. Pray about sending a little more to Haven today. Here's our number, and please don't forget, do it right now. 
Call 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, or read more about what we're doing by going to haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And a last reminder, please join me tomorrow on a special Zoom Holy Land briefing at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern. We'll be talking live with the country director with Jews for Jesus in Tel Aviv, and we'll also be joined with the president of Jews for Jesus as well. It's an important time to connect directly with the Holy Land to hear firsthand accounts on how they're helping displaced people with physical needs, as well as sharing the gospel. I encourage you to sign up for this special event on our website at haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Come back again tomorrow when again we'll be praying together and we'll also be sharing together the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Almost every North American knows where they were on that devastating day, 9-11. It changed life as we know it. Though it's still very recent and feelings are raw, many will know decades from now where they were when Hamas launched a surprise attack on Israel on their Sabbath. It's hard to know why such evil and destruction is permitted, but we do know there is a judge who will make all things right. First Samuel 2.10 reminds us of this truth. The Most High will thunder from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. Jesus is coming soon, and he promises to right every wrong, to wipe our tears away, and to judge evil once and for all. You'll see Jesus more clearly through time in God's Word. Visit GetAnchor.com 